Hello everyone, Sydney St. James with you today. And today, we're going to talk to you about Optavia versus the ketogenic diet, better known as keto. Which one is better? I actually think it depends on really who you talk to. I've been doing the Optavia diet for over a year, and in particular, the 5-in-1 program. In the past, I've also experimented with the keto diet where I almost removed all the carbohydrates and eat mainly fats and proteins. My kind of diet, right? Big ribeye steak. Anyhow, in this episode, I'll share my personal experience of living a little bit of both the ketogenic and the Optavia diet lifestyles for, for at least one year. Some have done this and I had to give it a try. I will also clarify how Optavia is different from Keto and which one has worked best for me, okay? Is Optavia the same as Keto? The answer is simply no. Optavia is not a ketogenic diet because it is not considered a highly restrictive, low-carbohydrate diet and does not put you in to ketosis. Unlike the keto diet, where you consume high amounts of fat, moderate protein, and minimal carbs, Optavia does not follow this kind of pattern. So, what exactly is Optavia? Many people describe the Optavia diet as a meal replacement weight loss product. When I started on this plan, and my plan is called the 5-in-1 program, by eating only dinner, sometimes supper, depending on how you're raised, and four to five fuelings during the day. Most of my calories come from lean and green meals that I try to load up with proteins and veggies and a limited amount of carbohydrates. I choose to have my lean and green meal later in the afternoon. This way, I have constant energy throughout the entire day. On the contrary, having a big meal in the morning is not for me as I often feel the tiring struggle to go and work out and can't focus at all on my writing, my books, or doing podcasts, or anything else that I do. Unlike other diets or weight loss programs with Octavia, I don't have to restrict myself from specific food groups or macros. What is the ketogenic diet? I'm glad you asked. The keto diet is a popular, high-fat, low-carbohydrate diet that has been effective in the treatment of epilepsy. According to experts now, the diet works by creating ketosis, which forces the body to burn fat for energy rather than carbohydrates. Here you have the macro split for ketogenic diet. Protein about 30%, carbohydrates about 5%. When I actually did the keto diet, now this was before I had my gastric bypass surgery, I had to eat a very limited number of carbs, usually no more than 50 grams per day. 
and a high number of fat-rich meals. Avocados, cheese, like I said earlier, all kinds of ribeye steaks and T-bone steaks and, well, you get my drift. So, just what is the difference between Optavia and Keto? For me, the biggest difference was that with the Optavia diet, I can eat carbs, I can eat sweets, and other tasty foods that I would normally avoid on the Keto diet. Instead of counting calories or carbs for each meal, I eat until I'm satisfied and not stuffed. Another difference was convenience. With the keto diet, I had to go do all my grocery shopping regularly, whereas with the Optavia, I can shop once a week and get what I need for my lean and green meals to take care of that week. And the benefits that I experienced with eating Optavia on this weight loss plan is that I saved a lot of time and I lost almost, I guess almost 80 pounds practicing the Optavia lifestyle. And although I tried many meal replacements for weight loss before, by doing Optavia, I managed to drop a lot of weight without putting it back on again. I've maintained. Now, within three months, I went from 275 pounds down to 200 pounds. In the beginning, I wasn't feeling satisfied with only one dinner per day and not to be a shakes. Thankfully, after a couple of weeks, I felt more full after eating less food. Now, I feel like I'm at a healthy body weight. My wife says that I look better. I also noticed more energy for my gym workouts, for my pickleball, for my racquetball, and all the other sports that I do. And I don't struggle anymore with outdoor activities. Even those for fishing, guided goose hunting trips and duck hunting trips, and climbing, yep, climbing a 14er in Colorado. Huh. It saved me time, like, I don't like cooking and I don't want to think about food, so Eating five Optavia Fuelings and one good normal meal saves me plenty of time. Instead of shopping for food every single day, cooking, meal prepping, and cleaning after cooking, I can use that time for work, for having fun, or relaxing with my lovely wife, Barbara. Now, there are some disadvantages to Optavia. Unfortunately, the Optavia diet is not cheap, but neither are all the others. Today, my grocery bill is literally double what it was before I started the program. The monthly cost of the 501 program, which includes 119 fuelings, is a little over $400. And counting me and my wife both on the program, that's now over $800 per month not including the cost of cooking and all the groceries that go in to making up the lean and green meal. Another drawback of Optavia is that I feel like I'm not getting enough protein and it's hard to gain muscle and strength. I exercise and work out almost every single day. But with Optavia, I've had a hard time lifting heavier weights. I don't want to be this guy who's lean but skinny Instead, I prefer to have more muscle on me. 
and I don't mind having a small belly. And lastly, the Optavia diet isn't ideal for my social life. Most of my friends don't have a healthy lifestyle. Heck, most of them don't, most of them don't even lift, okay? Uh, except if it's a Lone Star beer or a Budweiser. Uh, they love, love to drink, and of course, you're gonna get out of fat burn so fast if you drink. But anyhow, a social lifestyle puts you out at restaurants that have what you shouldn't eat, puts you out there around alcohol. All these are not good while you're on the program. Now, once you've lost your weight and you're going to maintain, you're, it's okay to go out occasionally and have a social function, have a good meal, have a piece of pie, whatever it might be. But don't continue it. Just jump off of it and only make that a special situation. For me, hunger is never a problem, as long as I keep the food away from me. <laughs> so however, once I see people snacking, it makes me want to break the rules. It's kind of like what I used to smoke way back when. If I see somebody light up a cigarette, I may have not needed a cigarette, but I reach in my pocket, I pull it out, I light me up a cigarette. And we're all sitting there, hey man, what's going on? Oh, that wasn't a cigarette. But anyhow, <laughs> I'm going back to the 60s for just a minute. Benefits that I've experienced with the ketogenic diet are support weight, eating high fatty meals, and weight loss. I started that diet after reading the book, The Adapt Program, a low carbohydrate ketogenic diet manual, written by ketogenic diet expert, Eric Westman. This was one of the most popular weight loss plans back in 2017. And although I didn't get jaw-dropping results, my weight did go down from 260 pounds, but it came right back up to 275. So I meet people who did lose a lot of weight within the first six months of doing this plan, eating high-fat meals, but on keto, I preferred to eat two to three meals a day without any snacks as because I didn't want to worry about calories. And most of my meals were high in protein and high in fat. Now, here's a photo of how much meat per day me and my wife used to cook on a ketogenic diet. Now, I was going to have it behind me, but actually my editor-in-chief failed to load it up. So, over the weekend, we grilled seafood or sirloin steaks in the past when we had some extra time on our hands. I didn't feel like I was dieting, but rather eating foods that I liked. Now, that was keto. Now, there are disadvantages to the keto diet. As much as I enjoy meats and I like seafood, I noticed I was eating my way too many calories at the time. And once I reached 190 pounds, my scale didn't move. For my wife, eating out was the biggest problem. Googling through websites, online forums, and social media threads to find keto-friendly restaurants just weren't ideal. So I started to crave whew, Italian, Italian dishes like pastas, pizzas. I still die for a pizza today. I could not order a frappuccino or an iced matcha latte because of too many carbs. 
I couldn't eat my favorite desserts or Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Finally, on the keto diet, it did cost me a little fortune. Each, eating mostly seafoods and meats and cheese and avocados simply weren't cheap. In 2017, I had to pay around $10 for two pounds of sirloin steak. For one pound of lobster, I paid over $25. Nowadays, I can't even tell you what that stuff cost. So grocery prices in the United States now are quite high, with an average woman spending around $400 per month on groceries. According now, this is according to the USDA. In a month on keto, we were spending close to $800 just on meat. I don't think I would be able to afford keto right now. As of right now, one pound of sirloin steak can cost you on an average of more than $10, which multiplies to $20. How does Optavia compare to keto? No comparison. After trying both the Optavia diet and the ketogenic diet, I chose Optavia and specifically the plan, the five-in-one plan. I find it more practical, more simpler to do, and definitely more affordable. In Optavia, I only eat one dinner per day, but I'm allowed to eat what I want, basically. Plus, I don't see many rules in the Optavia diet, which makes it more sustainable. For me, more sustainable means better results. After years, of trying different weight loss programs, I came to the point that any diet works, as long as you can do it for a long time. Although both of these diets, the Keto and Optavia, there is some evidence that Optavia is more worthwhile to reduce excess body weight compared to self-directed traditional reduced calorie diets. For me, it doesn't matter what works better as much as what you can do in the long term, consistently. And that's a key word. Can I do keto and Optavia together? You'll see some hybrid plans out there. Well, I've got a suggestion. To combine keto and Optavia, you should make your lean and green meal keto-friendly eating around 70% of calories from fat, and you should not eat more than two fuelings per day. Each Optavia fueling has around 12 to 15 grams of carbs. You can either eat fewer fuelings per day or use alternative snacks as your fueling substitute. On the five-in-one Optavia plan, I was ordering 119 fuelings per month. If I were to go keto, I would eat only one to two fuelings per day. And this way you can not only reduce carbs, but also save extra cash in your pocket. I'm telling you this if you wish to go with such a hybrid program. It's not that I suggest that you do, not at all. But it's not what I did. I didn't do it. A well-formulated ketogenic diet does not appear to have significant safety concerns for the general population as a mechanism to reduce weight. 
and improved health according to an article published in the Journal of Nutrition. When combined with intermittent fasting, it can result in even more impressive results. So, if you enjoy the keto diet lifestyle, you can certainly experiment with one meal a day. Does a keto-friendly Optavia really work? In my opinion, doing keto with Optavia may not be sustainable. Long-term adherence to keto diet is a major challenge. And that is why this type of diet is considered non-sustainable. That's according to a lot of people and according to me because I experienced that. This is also according to a resident physician at the Orange Park Medical Center. Her name was Jennifer. Here's what she said. The biggest limitation is evaluating ketogenic diet in the long term is attributed to small sample sizes, short duration of interventions, and high participant dropout rates, explained the doctor. In other words, the keto diet may be effective for short-term weight loss results, but according to experts, it is not sustainable in the long term. What I can eat on the Keto Plus Optavia diet? When choosing your meals on the Keto Plus Optavia diet, it's important to cook dishes that are high in fat and low in carbs, and also dishes that are easy to cook. Again, the proportions of fat should stay at around 70%. Now, ideally, look out for options like or grass-fed organic and free-range whenever possible. Fish and seafood? Fish and seafood are not only great sources of protein, but also fat and omega-3 fatty acids. I shop for both farmed and wild-caught fishes, nuts and seeds. Here you have cabbage noodles with chicken and egg and bean sprouts. Nuts and seeds are great sources of healthy fats. Just be sure to choose options that are unsalted and unroasted. Keep the sodium down, very important. And although I'm careful with the serving size, I often sprinkle them in my salads and my soups. I love to do salads because they are quick and they are tasty. Never did I ever taste food so good until I stopped smoking and I got all the return of my taste buds. Now that was 20 years ago. And I remembered that. If I could have only stayed on more salads instead of baked potatoes and T-bone steaks. Now, here's my salad looks that takes less than three minutes today to make. I timed it. I have shredded radishes, carrots, papaya, and mangoes. When you're on the Optavia Plus Keto Diet, I also recommend leafy greens and crustiferous veggies because they don't have many carbs or sugar content. Now, how do you start it? Well, I told you about how to start it, and but again, let's not talk too much on that because that particular hybrid diet, it's just what other people talked about. And besides, I've never actually tried it, so I'm not good about being able to talk about it. Avoid common mistakes. 
Ensure you're getting enough fat in your diet. Stay hydrated. Drink enough water. And also, remember this process takes time, so don't give up too soon. It often takes weeks for people to adapt to this keto diet and a few months to see results. My thoughts, which is better? Keto Octavia? No doubt. Here's what I would choose if I had to decide between the Octavia and the keto diet. If I chose between them, I would definitely choose Octavia. For me, it's less stressful, it's easier, and definitely more sustainable in the long term. And I say that because so many of you out there listening to this broadcast have gone on diets, got off of them, gained pounds back plus more pounds, went on diet, did the same thing. You listen to somebody, they say, go try Jenny Craig, go try Weight Watchers. Right now, this is the only plan that I've been on that I feel good about. It's taught me so much about healthy eating, healthy lifestyle. And I will remain with the Optavia group for as long as I can live, I suppose, because it is the only plan that's ever worked for me ever since I had weight loss surgery. Feel free to email me if you need a coach in your journey or go out to Optavia or you may have already been contacted by one. Either way, don't just go and get someone you don't know. If you've listened to my broadcast and you find it interesting and you think that I can help you, then my wife and I would be more than glad to help you. And you'll find down there below some links. Uh, and one of the links is to my email address if you're interested in the program and you can't find a health coach any other way, I'm happy to help. Also, if you like this broadcast, be sure to click on the like button below and click on the subscribe button. It always helps me. Love for you to be able to know when my next broadcast is going to be. So, again, thanks for joining me on this Keto versus Octavia episode. And if you have any comments, write them down below because I'll respond to them. But in the meanwhile, around the corner, we'll see you on the next episode of the Sydney St. James Show. See you later, alligator.